Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. We're looking at the book of Revelation. Revelations chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 is what we want to begin with. These are the introductory verses that tell us who write the book. And also as we go on through the chapter, like in verse 9, John says, I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. And so John himself, as he is penning this book under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says that he was on the Isle of Patmos. The Isle of Patmos was an, a penal colony for the Roman emperors that was a little bit off the coast of Asia Minor. It was about 10 miles long and 6 miles wide. And this is where they placed uh, people when they could not kill them or execute them, such as John. Remember, all the other apostles had at this point been martyred for their faith in Christ. John himself was put in a pot of boiling oil, but miraculously survived because God had another plan for him. So since they couldn't kill him, they exiled him and put him on this in this penal colony. And there, he says, I was there not to suffer, not to be put away from society, but I was there for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He knew even in the midst of his suffering, he had a wonderful purpose and plan that God had for him during that time. How interesting is that? We can really learn from that. So, so we know John wrote the book, and uh, we know that it's a revelation, it's an unveiling, and we find in verse 19, write the things which you have seen, the things which are, and the things which shall take place after this. So a general breakdown, as we said we'd share yesterday, is chapter 1 is the things which you have seen. In chapter 1 here, we'll look at it over the next few days, he had a vision of Jesus Christ. He saw Jesus Christ who was giving him this message to the seven churches. Secondly, we have the things which are. That's chapters 2 and chapters 3. The letters to the seven churches, which are. These are literally seven churches in Asia Minor that John was associated with. And he specifically given this revelation to give to the seven churches. And so that's chapter 2 and chapter 3. And then the things which shall be here after. That begins in chapter 4 where John has, uh, he's kind of caught up. He hears a voice from heaven and it says, Come up hither. Come up here. <laughs> oh, King James. Come up hither. Come up here. And so he, uh, uh, he gets caught up into heaven and he sees the vision of things which shall be hereafter. So real simple, the things which you have seen, chapter 1, the things which are, chapters 2 and 3, and the things which shall be hereafter. You know, so as we look at this book of prophecy, we must also remember that you cannot divorce, you cannot divorce the person of Jesus Christ from this prophecy because it's not only a revelation of things to come, it is a revelation of Jesus Christ. For without the person of Jesus Christ, there can be no fulfillment of prophecy. It's not incidental to its action, wrote Dr. Merrill Tenney, one of the great commentaries even I had as a, uh, used his book in, in college years ago. He wrote, he is the chief subject. 
In Revelations 1 through 3, Christ is seen as the exalted priest-king ministering to the churches. He's the priest-king in chapters 1 through 3. In chapters 4 and 5, he's seen in heaven as the glorified Lamb of God reigning on the throne. In chapters 6 through 18, Christ is the judge of all the earth. And in Revelation 19, he returns to the earth as the conquering king of kings. And the book closes with the heavenly bridegroom ushering his bride, the church, into the glorious heavenly city. And that's an overview of the whole book. I trust that we'll never divorce Jesus from his book, the Bible, and from this great book, the book of Revelation. God bless you as we study this book together over these next months. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.